Welcome to the PR in Your Life podcast, episode number 24. This podcast is designed to help age 40 and over athletes live their best life. On this episode, we're going to talk to Carissa Peters, a friend, patient, and an athlete on how she is living her best life. As always, we've got a lot to share, so let's go. Hi, I'm Dr. Libby. And I'm Coach Alex. Welcome to PR in Life podcast, where it's all about thriving, not just surviving as an over 40 athlete. I've been a family practitioner for almost 20 years, and I have been dissatisfied with what medicine has to offer athletes. Now, as a functional medicine doctor, I have teamed up with Alex, a functional health coach, to talk about how to get to the root cause of symptoms. And together, we'll teach you how to make 40 and beyond the best years of your life. Good morning. Good morning. Carissa, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our podcast. We are so excited to have you. We've been... Talking about what well, was really funny because Libby had said, had texted me and said, What do you think about who's, you know, what mm-hmm. should we do for our next one? And mm-hmm. I texted us like Chris, and she goes, Me too. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, even oh. before that, we yeah. had been talking and quite about quite a while, a, a yeah. while about we really, um, we want to just, well, I'm super excited about featuring anyone who is doing anything to live their best life, right. you know, whether that's in working with us or just whatever they're doing. Like, I just love talking about that you know we had our husbands on mm-hmm. because we thought they had some things to share but um but just finding people that have pearls to share and I'll tell you I love everything about my job like my job is an absolute absolute dream the biggest surprise like I, I knew I was as I was creating it I'm like this is gonna be awesome and it really is but as I was creating it, I didn't realize how much I was gonna love learning from my patients you know and that has been like I every interaction I have with any of my clients I hope that I'm giving them something because that's what they're hiring me for but I am getting stuff in return every single time and that has just been such an amazing unexpected Mm -hmm. so when you asked me I was just like Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because in such a short time, I have so much to share, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I feel like I have to throttle it back because I'm so excited. So when you asked, I was just like, oh yes, I want to share some of these nuggets and just really awesome things that can be so transformational. So um, if you would have asked me like in July, if I ever thought I'd be sitting here in December, I would have thought you guys were crazy. (laughs) So, you know, thank you to you both for, you know, going out, you know, against the, the norms and yeah. creating this this thing that I was able to be a part of and completely changed my life. Man, I'm just so grateful. Well, you know, I was thinking, I was talking um, this morning, actually, to um, Chad and Elijah here who help us with the podcast. And, you know, it has to be the right thing. And it also has to be the right time. And so I'm kind of curious to hear with Carissa because I'm like, you know, I said when I got ready to start this, I reached out to Carissa right away because I knew with her company, I'm like, oh, I need business cards and I need some things. And so she helped me get started right from the very get go. And of course, I've known her for a long time. We've been friends and and she was a former patient at my old practice, too. Um, So she knew a lot of what I was going to be doing, but it still had to be the right like there mm-hmm. always has to be that right time yeah, you when you're ready. You well, and, and the story you know? is completely different. I mean, the same thing. Like I've known Kristen since high school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just that and our families have been friends for years and years. And so we have a lot of experiences 
together that way, aka mm-hmm. her nickname is the Hammer. <laughs> so just for anybody out there, she is an incredible cyclist. Mm-hmm. So just have to throw that out there. Absolutely. But yeah, but like the story now that we have is so completely different oh, yeah. than if we would have talked a year ago. Oh, so yeah. the time, yes, the timing is. It is. And, and you, you gain all this wisdom as you get older yes. and things start to become clearer. And so I, I get that now. Yeah. I always thought that, that was so like true. Yes. You just always thought it was the thing I old know people it all, said. But... And I always will. <laughs> My gosh, if I could take back all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about Carissa oh, for, for everybody who doesn't. We, we yeah. know you and we act like everybody knows you. But yeah. um, right. but but tell our listeners about Carissa. A OK, bit. so uh, I'll just kind of give the overview overview of of, of me. Yes. So um, I was born in Troy, Ohio, um, okay. which is a little bit different because everybody thinks you're you know, born and raised in Springfield. Springfield. Absolutely. But my parents lived in Arcanum at the time. And uh, so I was born in Troy and I have two older brothers. We're all exactly four years apart. Wow. You can see the the planning structure that I was grow- I grew up around. <laughs> Everything was planned. Very time. type A. So I turned into that as well. Um, and so my parents started a business in 1974, and it was a franchise called Pit Printing. And um, my dad, you know, commuted for a while, and my mom was home with the three small kids. But I was a year and a half old when they started it. And then they made the decision that we needed to move to Springfield and relocate. So, you know, kudos to them for starting a new company in a new town with three small kids. That just kind of blows me away. Um, I, so I grew up in the business, like literally my mom has told me stories of, you know, when the business got busier, she had to come in and help. Mm -hmm. And so I would be like in a crib or a playpen over by the press. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was a very tiny, tiny building. And so I literally grew up there. I mean, I have so many memories of just hanging out there at the business and all I ever wanted to do was be a boss, be a leader, Mm. be in business. That was what I craved because I just saw the example of it. Mm -hmm. So I started working at a very young age and. I went to St. Rayfield Elementary School and I was able to walk down to the yep. business after school. So I did a lot of, I think today how kids are maybe not quite, I feel like a street smart. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like yeah. roaming the streets of downtown Springfield when I was, you know, eight, nine, young, 10, young. walking up to the bank to put my deposit in, you know, my 50 cents yeah. or a dollar, literally. So was the, so the building where you're at now, was that the same building that you've always been in? No. Okay. We, when they started out, it was this little tiny building on Jim Foreman's car lot. Okay. That used to be like a small little utility building for them, but the, my dad rented it from Jim Foreman. So we were there from like 74 to 1983. Okay. Then that's when. Yeah. Okay. And so I was thinking about this. I, um, as a kid, I... Because I, you know, my husband, Fast Freddy, right? He's yeah. known as the cyclist. It's, <laughs> yes. he's, he grew up in it, his whole family. But I started thinking, I was like, I have my own cycling routes because I was literally riding my bike around the Jim Foreman car dealership lot around downtown Springfield all the time when I was, you know, that 9, 10, 11, yeah. 12. And um, I was like, I've been cycling for a long time too, you know? Well, <laughs> and it's so funny because, you know, for those that you don't know, so her husband's family had a business and so literally it's one block up mm-hmm. from where Chris's family's yeah. business yeah. was so just what yeah. a funny so many little, I, funny yeah. stories about that how we how we met but so anyway I, I really was riding bikes from a young age and so anyway I was at the business a lot and I would hang out in Jim Foreman's um, little lounge area and watch Brady Bunch on the TV after school sometimes and then ride my bike and get snacks out of their machine. I was like a fixture there. And yeah. I'm surprised they didn't throw me out, but they, they really did let me kind of hang out there. I knew all the salesmen and we would talk. <laughs> so yeah, that was like my, my little place to hang out. So 
I grew up in the business and um, during elementary school, I'm not trying to go way back here, but like I was not an extremely athletic person, but I think my parents were try, trying to keep me mm-hmm. busy and out of the, the shop. So mm-hmm. like I did, you know, basketball and softball and volleyball and cheerleading and I was never really like amazing at any of it, but mm-hmm. I did it, you know. And then um, when I went into high school, I went to Catholic Central and I just... Sports was just not something I felt, you know, gravitated to do. I wish sometimes I would have because I think it would have kept me out of trouble. Mm -hmm. But I did work a lot, and then I hung with friends. And um, so I I didn't do any sports during high school at all. So I just kind of just floated along and Mm -hmm. worked and, you know, did what I needed to do to get through. Um, But I have to say (laughs) the best thing that ever happened in my life was meeting Fred because I met him when I was 16 and um, I was not in a very good place for that year prior to meeting him. And I just, it was like, you know, a blessing. And I didn't know what what a good guy I had until, you know, life, you know, you start to do life together and then you realize it. But it was so funny because I would see him around town and then I found out, you know, his family had this business right up the street from me. And um, I thought he was so much older than me because he'd come in with his letter jacket because he had just, you know, graduated. (laughs) But I was like still, I was almost 17 when we really started dating. So I remember he would come in and constantly get one copy. And I'm just like, why does he come in for one? <laughs> and sometimes I'd be like, I felt like just this little goober. And I'd run to the back and hide when he would come because I just didn't want to have to take care of him. And they were telling him he should bring a paper that said, like, will you go out on a date with me? And, um, oh and he couldn't get goodness. up the nerve to do that. And, he, and so anyway, it was just so funny. But it, so that went on for a while before we finally actually connected. But he was just the best thing because he really did just he completely kind of changed my trajectory that I may have been on. So he, um, we, so we, uh, have been together 30 years in 2020. Oh my gosh. And, um, but we've been married for 23 and, um, we have two kids. So we have a 19 year old son and then we have an 11 year old daughter. we never really wanted that much gap between them, but that was the plan the good Lord had for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's just been it's been amazing doing life with him and I just I couldn't imagine imagine doing it without him but uh, cycling's always been a big part of my life so you know I never considered myself an athlete you know but yeah. I'm like well you know I guess I am yes, I've, yes. I've are. been fighting yes. for a Quite long time. an athlete yes <laughs> so you know he um we were we were avid into skiing for a while and um we'd go kind of all over and I tore my ACL I decided to go down like a black double diamond that I had no business. Wow! On. Oh my gosh! Oh, you have to ask Fred that. Literally, I, my brother and my and Fred are like, no, Krissa, no, like we aren't prepared for this. We were in Pennsylvania. I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. It was moguls, you know. Yeah. Oh my And gosh. so I'm like, I literally take off and go, I'm a maniac. I'm a maniac <laughs> on the slopes, and then I go down. <gasps> And so they follow me, and they barely make it down, and then I, I tear my ACL, and oh, it was like, I'm no. such a fool. I'm not that crazy anymore, but I used to be very just, just very, go just with go it. With yeah. it. <laughs> and so once that happened, then I got back into biking more. So we started about mountain biking a lot, yeah. and um, we were going to like Caesars Creek and riding a lot with some friends, and um, I really loved it, but today, like mountain biking scares me because I'm afraid of getting I'm hurt. Like, yeah, we were just talking about fat biking yesterday yeah. out the reservoir where it's <laughs> wide open and no trees. So yeah, yeah. yes, I'm so, so cautious now too because it's like yes. you yeah. know I'm I paranoid. don't want to break anything. Right, yeah, either. Because one of the last times he tried to get me back out, I like totally crashed into a tree and my arm was hurting for like a year and a half. So right. I'm like more cautious. But so then he got me back into road biking, and I really did love that. Um, I really, I, I think you know tribute to like Dan George Dan McCarty yeah. you know 
those guys riding with them, like they really, I swear, just helped me. I was like the only girl riding with all the guys all the time, and it just really made me a stronger rider. I feel so. I'm so grateful to them. That and they helped patient. me get confident. They're incredibly yeah. patient and great teachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so. I don't want to say this, and I'm going to knock on wood. I have never had a wreck. <laughs> Well, Not we just once. had a friend that <laughs> just had their it. third wreck this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Mm. And so like, oh, there's part of this paranoia yeah. about, like, I've never fallen. Like, mm-hmm. You know, right. I don't want I know. to. I mean, mountain biking I have, but not road biking. So, But I attribute that to them. They were mm-hmm. very patient with me and, like, encouraging me. The encouragement was huge. I think, I think George may have nicknamed me Hammer, and that just stuck. And it was like... It was such an encouragement thing yeah. hearing yeah. that from them all the time. So yeah. we're like, yeah. "Hammer showing up is better yeah. than my nickname." So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I love riding. I really do. And I, I, I tried. You know, the road racing. It wasn't really for me. I recognized that I am such a stressed out, anxiety ridden person that yeah. if I do an event that like adds to that, I it's just don't much. feel good. You know. Yeah. Yes. And so I. Um, I, then I tried a crit race. Never, ever will do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I had a girl yeah. like vomit on me. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, like these girls were intense, oh, it's and we're all very tight intense. in there. And yes. I, my first one, I'm terrified, and she just like lets it out. I'm right behind her, acting like it was so just yeah. normal. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am I never know. doing. I've this only done I think again. two crit races, yeah. and they way they too did. much it was too intensity. much. And I said, That's yeah. all right. Yeah. So I love climbing. I love like Mount Mitchell. Those mm-hmm. just riding by myself, mm-hmm. climbing mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. all that time. I just is so therapeutic. So yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, I love cycling, and that has a th- that's the thing that stuck with me. So yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm a former workaholic, trying yes. to get over that, and um, just so excited about this new transformation and journey yes. head on. Absolutely. Are you still cycling right yeah. now? Well, not as much as I yeah. want to, mm-hmm. but you know, the bike just sits hard. there and I look at it each day and I'm yeah. like, I really I, don't want to ride the trainer. I'd love to be outside. But right. well, we're hoping we were just talking about getting the fat bikes out. So yeah. yes. Fred yes. and I do usually go when it starts to get a big snowfall mm-hmm. and we'll go ride the fat bikes. Yep. And so, so I'm looking forward to that. We'll yeah. keep that invite yeah. out there and yeah. be ready to go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit how um, you came to start working with Alex and I. Okay, so this is, I want to share this one thing because this is so interesting. Um, it's it's going to sound like a long story, but it's not. Yeah. So um, I ran my first half marathon, the Dayton River Corridor, in 2011. Okay. I was never really a runner before. Yeah. But I wanted to lose the weight, and I'm like, running will mm-hmm. cut the weight. Absolutely. You know? And I was yeah. all about just getting to that goal of cutting the weight, however I had to do it. So I, you know, slowly tried to build up, and, and so I went and did that race. And after the race, um, I had, like just horrible uh blood loss oh uh, you know uh-huh. yep and it, it really scared me like mm-hmm. I was like what the heck I'd never had that happen now I had ran like I think I had done a full 10 to 12 miles maybe somewhere in that range mm-hmm. prior so I was kind of like whoa you know and I, it's not like I had some amazing you know final number I think I was like two hours 15 minutes still, or something yes yeah. what it was it did to your body. body yeah oh my gosh and I was just like yeah. Fred <laughs> like I broke myself yeah. So I went to my doctor at the time mm-hmm. and he was like, I told him about it. I'm like, I had this happen. He's mm-hmm. like, we need to send you off. It could be cancer, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I read online that runners can have this happen. Mm-hmm. It's from the blood going to their muscles mm-hmm. and not. And he just like looked at me and he left the room. Mm-hmm. And I assumed he was going to go research something. And then he came back. I still feel like we need to do this, you know. And I'm like, oh, I just, I think this is something from the strenuous activity I did mm-hmm. to my body. And so I was looking at this person, no fault, but mm-hmm. I'm like, 
not really the epitome of optimal health, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking, oh, I just don't think he understands. Mm-hmm. So I was then on a journey to find somebody who maybe could understand more of what I was doing physically. Yeah. So I knew of you because you would bring your bike over for Fred to tune Ye- it up. Yes. And yes. I was like, I know she's a doctor. I know she's an athlete. Like, yes. I'm going to give her a try. So in 2012, you became my primary doctor. Okay. Yes. And then I was, I felt like so great and being in the right place with somebody who understood, you know, Mm -hmm. who wasn't quick to say like, oh my gosh, we need to go see what's wrong with you. Like there was a logical thought about what I had done and what might cause that. So I loved that. And so I got to experience that for, you know, eight years and then I lost my doctor. (laughs) Yes, Chris, I remember (laughs) you come into the office and I remember, I don't know if it was the first visit or was, you know, I mean, you didn't come in often because you were pretty healthy, but I remember one day um, the nurse was putting you back in the room and then she came out and she said is she one of your friends and I said yeah kind of and um she said I can tell because <laughs> she's fit like you are you know? <laughs> it was like when the fit patients are coming in they're like they must be her friends that's true exactly you probably see a real variety but that, and, yeah. well but that's how I met Libby too I met her down at the, the fitness cellar yeah. she was you yeah. know doing personal training mm-hmm. that's how I met her and then right. she became yeah. my primary so yeah. Yeah. same 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 I, same I craved scenario. someone who yeah. you know yeah. understood that and that would take those things into consideration. Right. So I never did go get the testing. And yes. I do believe that that was what I was dealing with. But it would have been nice not to have the word cancer come up or first, yeah. you know. Right. It's kind of scary. Um, and, and be a little bit maybe, I don't know, just look at it from a little more logical approach mm-hmm. perhaps. But I understand that's a fine line to walk, you uh, know, yeah. to yeah. not take things seriously. Well, and, doctors are yeah. super afraid of getting sued you yes. know so like they yeah. never want to miss anything right. which mm-hmm. is yep. good i mean i don't want to miss anything either but you know sometimes it's trying to balance that line between scaring people half to death and trying to figure out what really is yeah. wrong mm-hmm. like you know sometimes that can almost be translated yeah. to we need to rule out these bad things but we never answer the questions mm-hmm. of what's actually causing it yeah you know so, so i was gonna say so how did i come to working with you guys now yeah. it was um i had watched what you were doing you yes. know for about a year you had come down and played like celebrity jingle yes, with us yes. at the office and i was so fascinated listening to everything you had to say and so i'd been an avid follower from the start and um you know i always let money be my mm-hmm. my burden of like i'm not going to do this not going to you sure. know pay that much for something for myself and but yet I'll go spend, you know, all this money over time that tch, wasted. Right. So I kind of just sat and watched and listened for a while. And I wanted it so badly, but I just couldn't get myself to to make that choice. And I think it wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. My yep. life, mm-hmm. too many other things were going on. And I may not have been able to embrace it as fully as I have. So when I got to that point, you know, I, I know I've said this to a lot of people. COVID, I know, is a horrible, horrible thing. But I am calling this year my COVID cure mm-hmm. because it literally... Had I not got off the hamster wheel Mm -hmm. that COVID caused, I would not have done what I did. I would not have made the phone call to you and scheduled that, Mm -hmm. you know, first phone. I would not have signed up online to make that first phone call Mm -hmm. with you. And um, it was all because I had the time to stop and sit back and, like, reevaluate and not really be happy with how I felt. So in July, I had had my blood work done and went and had my annual visit and my I was the heaviest I'd been. I put back on all the weight that I'd lost through that strenuous exercise. I kept it off for like six years. And then just through stress and things going on in life with kids and work and family, I put all 30 pounds back on plus. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just, I was, you know, consuming alcohol and just not eating good food. And my cholesterol was uh, three... 
26. Okay. I'd never been that high. I'd been like 240s. It was mm-hmm. my worst ever. And I know I have some genetics in there with my family because my, both my parents and my brother have high cholesterol. But I was like, oh, my gosh, like I have to do something. And so I think it was that timing. It was me having the time to stop and think about it all. Yes. By being forced to slow down by the world around me. You know, mm-hmm. I had no choice. Mm-hmm. And and then having those those results come in and just feeling so defeated and knowing how good I felt six years prior, mm-hmm. but thinking, I don't know if that was the right way because I was cutting weight by like doing two a day workouts, running, you know, uh, cycling. I was just eating the lowest calorie yeah. food with probably no real good nutritional yeah. value in it. And I was like, I know I don't want to do that again. So, you know, you were stressing out, you. out your already stressed out body. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think, Carissa, you're right. Like, I relate to you a lot because we share so much in the way of personality traits, I think, too. But like when you're caught in this hamster wheel of busyness in life and you don't feel like you can slow down, mm-hmm. you just don't. Mm-hmm. But you were forced to. Yeah. COVID forced you it to. Did. And when you were able to actually stop down and like it's almost like you become the watcher of your life instead of living in your so life. True. And you're like, wait a second. Like, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm this is just, I was starting to see things I'd never seen before. You know, I never paid attention to birds and yes. trees and smells. I just didn't stop for yes. it. Right? Yes. And I was seeing it now because I was home, you yes. know, and working and I was around the kids and the dogs and the nature. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And so it just, it it, it all had to happen the way it did. Yeah. But again, I I call it my COVID cure because I don't think I would have, I don't know when I would have made the change had these things not come together. And then when I had that first call with you, I knew like, this is what I have to do. And I literally made the decision on that call Mm -hmm. and you were like, you know, well, do you want the one month program, the three months? I'm I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm doing the nine months. I haven't told Fred yet. So when he got home, I was like, I need to talk to you. (laughs) I made a decision today. And yeah. I need you to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is not the was, kind of decision you normally make no, without discussing. No, Fred. no, because yeah. you know it's an investment right, in yourself. Absolutely. And I, I said, I just need you to be okay with it. And he's like, I, I think he was scared at first because mm-hmm. he's like, oh no, what pressure's she, yeah, coming what on did me? She do you know the pressure's <laughs> coming on me now? Right. To have to be more. Well, I can't wait know. to talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I love that phrase that you use, the COVID cure, because we yeah. have talked so much about. If we could bottle up what people yes. could be doing for themselves right yeah. now, mm-hmm. the mindfulness that mm-hmm. you're talking about, just yeah. being able to step back and get back into nature and then just enjoy the simplicity of life, mm-hmm. just that alone right there yeah. yes. is mm-hmm. such a life changer. Yeah, And it has those things have to fall into place, yeah. and I think you can't force them. You cannot. I mean, all these years I was trying to fix things, and I couldn't, but mm-hmm. yeah. then this, this to happen. So I think, you know, for people that are struggling in that, it's... Maybe doing those little things each mm-hmm. day, one yeah. little thing, you know, mm-hmm. to try one to get thing. yourself mm-hmm. out of that routine so that you can start to see things differently. And then, you know, if the timing is right, maybe things will fall into place. I mean, literally from the moment I made that call and had my call with you, mm-hmm. things just started to fall into place. Yes. And it felt weird. It was like, and it's either because I'm awake now and I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe just I'm trying to put the good things out into the universe and good maybe yeah. is trying to come back to me. I don't yeah. know. But it all just came into place. Yes. Well, and kind of like you talked to before, you have been preparing for 15, 20 years yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. You know, it took you that long in your stages of, of being ready to change and preparing that mm-hmm. 
you're ready now. And for it to last. Yes. Mm Because that's been my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. You know, I did all that work and I felt great for six years. And then I'm like, I'm right back where I was. How did I let this But you weren't. I wasn't really You learned what didn't work. And so, and that's such a key thing that people don't realize. You learned what didn't work. Right. And so now you're like, now I know what will work. Yeah. And that's a great point. Like, I think I look at some things in my life as, oh, that was kind of a waste, you know, like. But it's not. But it's not because it's all shaping you. Like, I, I was thinking back to like. You know, having a boyfriend in college that wasn't the man I married, you know, it's like, oh, maybe that was kind of a waste of a couple of years. No, that was part of growing into the person I was becoming. Mm-hmm. That was just part of my story. Same thing with, you know, um, just, you know, different jobs that you've had in your life all of those things are shaping you into the person yeah. that you yeah and I never become. saw it that way because mm-hmm. all yeah. along the way I was frustrated because mm-hmm. things weren't going the way that mm-hmm. I had them planned in my mind you know, I was trying to script it the plan and yeah it's like I feel like I was just I see it all now like mm-hmm. it's so clear to me and it seems yeah. so simple right. I'm like why were you trying to script crazy. and plan you know, yeah. why can't you just, you know, I wanted everything to be perfect. I never wanted to feel discomfort. You mm-hmm. know, I related to the topic you had recently about yes. that. Like, we were not made to not feel discomfort. I literally lived all those years of my life feeling like I'm running from discomfort. I will stave off this, uh, you know, tragedy here. I will prevent this here. Yes. I, like, put so much pressure on myself to keep it all together. And then what happens? Yeah. Like, you know, 2016 was just a beginning of a four-year process of things just completely falling apart mm-hmm. and it literally broke me down mm-hmm. to where I was like I don't have control right. yeah. but I look back now and I think every one of those things had to happen that way mm-hmm. you know yeah. I didn't see it at the time I was so right. frustrated but yeah. I all that got me to this point and right. so I'm like you know despite all that negativity yes. Well, I'm so happy about where I'm at. Well, and it's crazy, like you know, like we've kind of talked about, is that we create such a stress around a situation in our head. We create this whole story around something mm-hmm. and that fear of what's going to happen and, you know, running away from things that are happening in our life. But when we really face it, it's never as bad as we've created in no. our head. Mm-hmm. That story is never the no. same story. And mm-hmm. I'm always blown away like, huh, if I just would have faced mm-hmm. it or done it, it would have been so yeah. much easier. Mm-hmm. And I found that it's helped me to learn about how the brain and things work yeah. logically so that I can say, okay, yeah. I yep. know what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was always so <laughs> submissive to those thoughts and those feelings, and they right. would derail my entire day. My right. mood, my yeah. behaviors, mm-hmm. my health yes. was all ran by this this thing and it's like man i got control over you now like you're not gonna run me anymore right our brain is so wired for this survival right and it's in fight or fight yes and um and it's doing it to protect us but when you can notice it and be like yes i can see brain you're telling Mm -hmm. me this is terrible but is it really you know and i and i'm somebody who likes to play out worst case scenario in my mind like yeah i'll have the conversations yeah because exactly what i'm going to say how i'm going to react what i'm going to do i can paint the whole picture of destruction (laughs) yeah it's horrible and then you're like oh and then it goes really simple people are like sure no problem you're like really you're i had this all prepared and you're just saying sure no problem oh my gosh the thing that i when i was in this transformative process that you're describing because i went through the same thing I always felt like I had no choices in my life. Yeah, I was a victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a victim all I mean, the time. Yeah, I was like, I had yeah. to do this and I had to mm-hmm. do that and I can't. And, and then I, and if you stop and think about it, 
you can you don't have to do anything no like like even like you think yeah. about your kids like i have to take care of my kids well some people don't yeah. you know yeah. I mean, right right <laughs> like, yes. i mean you should they yeah, want, a lot you of should, people don't you want to right. you know instead exactly. of exactly and yeah. just coming from that place of no i want to do yeah. this because you know? these are in blessings <clears throat> and things that i'm thankful to have but when you're in that mm-hmm. um you know, even like I, I hamster it, wheel of thought. Like, even Ooh. I heard this like it's like um, I have to pay taxes. Well, actually, I kind of want to pay my taxes because I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> you get roads. Yeah. You get yeah. different good things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Good things come from that. So logically thinking has helped me a lot with like yeah. putting it in perspective and taking because I'm a very emotional person. It's just mm-hmm. the way I've always been sensitive, emotionally driven. I feel everything. Mm-hmm. So trying to to work that part of my brain that's like looking at things logically I think has helped me too and I really do feel like I'm this isn't going to be another time where I fall back yes Mm -hmm. I may have some missteps along the way but it it feels so much more natural now I was forcing it all before it's just natural yes and I I love that um now how far into the program are you right now so September 1st is when I started okay and now so I'm what Three in my I'm yeah. in my third month. So. Yes. Yeah. So we're working on your gut right yes. now, right? So mm-hmm. we spend the first three months um, generally fixing the adrenals because the adrenals are what become derailed from a life of chronic stress. Mm-hmm. And um, Carissa was certainly living in a life of chronic stress, and so was I. And we we worked together to fix that um, with some supplements and lifestyle changes and mindset changes. Mm-hmm. And you have just embraced everything we've had to offer, which is awesome. And then now we're moving into looking at the gut. And I think we've recently gone over your gut test and we do this comprehensive stool analysis and we see what's living in there. And they kind of work hand in hand because your immune system becomes suppressed when the adrenals are not working great and these gut bacteria that live in your gut can all of a sudden become more of an issue and they can create lots of inflammation and and all kinds of things so we're we're Mm -hmm. into that early phase of trying to fix those things right now I was amazed by the things I learned you know along those that process because you would tell me things you know you would translate the adrenal report to me and I would have a light bulb go off like oh my gosh, that's why I do this thing the way I do. It was talking about my energy. Mm-hmm. And I never understood like why I was this way. I was, I'd yes. get this um, third shift kick in at like midnight mm-hmm. and I want to work. And I'm like, but I've been working for like the past six hours after work. And like, why do I want to work again? And mm-hmm. you were explaining that at my levels, like mm-hmm. how it was like spiking up and it shouldn't be. So like, I, it, knowing that knowledge like gave me the power uh, because I was like, well, Krissa, you're working in bed. Yes. So, you know, you're not doing some things. You're working up until mm-hmm. bed. Mm-hmm. So when I learned that information from you, I was able to then look back and say, OK, what are you doing that is contributing to this and not helping you? So, you know, I've no no more working in the bed. I'm yes. like bed is for sleep. And so Good. by learning yeah. those logical things that were happening in my body that I never knew Mm -hmm. it gave me that power over it Mm -hmm. you know like okay I know what you're doing at midnight you get this desire to go work but you know, I need you to calm down and go to sleep and get a good, you know, and seven, eight hours. And it's helpful to see the lab test to be like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense why I'm feeling that way. Because, look, my cortisol is spiking up at yes. this time. But yeah. um, my my goal in my relationship with my patients is it's not like the doctor-patient relationship of what it was like when I was a little kid, where, like, the doctor is the knower of knowledge and they tell you what to do and don't ask any questions, just do it. Like, mm-hmm. my goal is to try to explain have you have as much knowledge about what's happening as possible and that we can partner together because I think of this like I'm the expert in knowing how to interpret these tests and all of that but Carissa is the expert in Carissa Mm -hmm. and I will never be the expert in Carissa so if we can take her 
expert knowledge of herself and my expert knowledge of what these tests mean and together yes. be a team yeah. to try to figure That's out. That's what I felt. Like it just yeah. from the moment day one, like mm-hmm. that combination of working together on those things, it just it helped me catapult yeah. into the direction I always wanted to go. Yes. So. Yeah. And I think the same thing like on the end of the health coach is that we look at you that working with you to figure out what lifestyle changes are going to work, what is manageable for you to do, what habits are manageable for you to do, your learning styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's starting to take all the and getting away from like a coach center to a client center mm-hmm. to realize this is your life and we want you to do this across a lifespan mm-hmm. and only you know you best on what's going to work and not work. And so mm-hmm. really, you know, like as a health coach, I'm just as a guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just there to, you know, help guide along and the way. And that looks different with every patient every you work with person. because mm-hmm. um, it's I love what you just said, because that was like probably a fear. That was a barrier. Like, am I going to be able to commit to the things they Mm -hmm. want me to do? Right. Um, But it's not us wanting you to do it. It is what you want to do. And when you said that to me, like, we have to make this work with your lifestyle. Like, my whole fears went down because I was like, okay, before, there's no way I probably, I I knew I couldn't commit to, like, an exercise regimen because I just put too much stress on myself Mm -hmm. with it. And I was kind of afraid, like, that's what I'm going to need to do. But... Um, when you said that to me, I was like, okay, you know, like, so literally it's, yeah. it's been my decisions about how I yeah. kind of wanted to change my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I didn't have this pressure that I need to do things yeah. a certain way. It happened very organically and naturally for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, that was a relief. Cause I was like, what if I can't, you know, what if Alex wants me to come and like work out at 6am yeah. and like, it's and just it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because it's like, you know, I'm like, if Libby would tell you anything, the first part of it is all like, let's just work on stress and sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's work on that. Yeah. Let's not even right. focus yeah. on the other stuff. Right. Well, you know, as we get to that later on, and I think that, and I don't think people realize that, mm-hmm. that we just want you to heal yes. internally before yeah. we even worry about yeah. and I else. And I got that from day one, because when I had my call with you, you said, you know, I really feel like we have to get you mentally to a healthy place. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, I had been doing a lot of that work just because of things mm-hmm. that have been happening in life during that four year span. Mm-hmm. That were, you know, kind of making me go that direction. And so I feel like I did have a really big head start on myself mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, but adding you into that mix was that missing piece mm-hmm. that yeah. physically mm-hmm. changed me in a way that my mental work was able to, like, really just take off. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's, it's hard to explain. I hope that makes sense. It makes but like, perfect sense. Um, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm learning too, as I go through this process with you and with Alex and with with the patients too, is I feel really good when patients are doing really good. You know, it's like I guys I, I, like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. but really, um, and then I feel really bad, right, right. <laughs> like yeah. if yeah. it's not going well, and I you know keep myself up at night, and what can I do differently, and how can I help them? Yeah. But but it really has to be like it's not me or Alex that can do it for anybody. Like they, we can help them and support them and guide them every step of the way but they have to yeah. do it and so the results are yours like yeah. you're creating I wasn't results. owning that at first mm-hmm. but I am you now because I'm like yeah. yeah ooh, I look at all the yeah. mental work I've done yes and you know yes it, once once I got to the point where I started like the, the program and the supplements like it, I just felt myself just take off mm-hmm. but I think if I hadn't gotten myself to a certain place to where I had broke down a lot of those um 
habits and thoughts and just things that I'd been struggling with for so long. I wasn't ready. I wouldn't have been ready to fully embrace it if mm-hmm. I hadn't gone through some of that. Yes. Not to say that you couldn't go in just, you know, the right. way you are and try to make yeah. that progress. But I think that's why I'm having such huge, such huge progress in a yeah. short period mm-hmm. of time. I, that is what I equate that to. And yeah. share that. So, like, what are some of the big benefits oh that you've already hit? Oh, my gosh. I had to write these down because I didn't yeah. want to forget them. So, like, I, rem- I remember I literally started feeling day- better days after I started the supplements. Okay. And then I was like, okay, is this that placebo? effect. Mm-hmm. I went and researched placebo effect. Mm-hmm. Am I really yeah. feeling this? Is this really real? And I was talking to Fred with it and he's like, I think I think it is. You know, I see the change in you. So um, I already am a very hyperactive person. Like I've never drank uh, coffee in my life, but mm-hmm. I could just go 24 yeah. hours straight. And mm-hmm. I just have endless energy. And so my energy went from what it already was to even wow. more. <laughs> but the thing I noticed about my energy, because I thought this could be annoying for some people to have this much energy, but I noticed it was more controlled mm-hmm. and it was more focused. Mm-hmm. Like my so energy frantic, before yeah. was frantic and just all over the place. And now I felt it was like I was in control of the energy. Mm-hmm. So like I have completely cleaned the whole house out, got rid of clutter that I just was so tired of looking at for years. Like I was doing yeah. things with that energy that also made me feel better. You know, I started moving things around in the house that made more sense. I reorganized my laundry room. It's been the same way for 16 years. And I'm like, why didn't I ever do this? I just started seeing things differently. And so I took that crazy mm. energy that did drive Fred a little bit nuts because <laughs> we were on a ride a couple times. And he was like, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I am just ready to go. And he's like, I need some of those pills. <laughs> I remember you reached out to me and I was like, well, I really shouldn't. You know, like, I need to know his situation. Right. I'm like, well, he's just a little mad at me because like I'm just going and he's like dying up the hills and everything and I'm like it must be the pills but um so yeah I felt literally better immediately energy just catapulted worse than it it was but I I was able to rein that in in a good way um the biggest thing was my cholesterol Mm -hmm. my weight so I said my cholesterol was 326 my triglycerides were 167 back in July that was the worst those had ever been okay and then in October when you tested my blood I was back down to 227 so Mm -hmm. I lost almost 100 points on my total and I was 43 triglycerides oh which is like <clears throat> maybe one of the lowest I've ever seen. Because at 167 for triglycerides isn't that high. Now, your total cholesterol was really yes. super high. I mean, it's higher than it's supposed to be. The whole picture but you yes, know, did not but, look good. But the yeah. bringing it down to yeah. the 40s, I mean, that yeah. is yeah. unbelievable. And then how much you brought that total cholesterol yeah. down. So I was I mean, just oh, like, my gosh. oh, and to see those things on paper yes. is like the things that like reinforce to you. Because mm-hmm. I have so much going on inside me and mentally that I feel. But to see those things, like it just completely solidifies it. Because I, I'd been on medication in the past for my cholesterol and I got off of it mm-hmm. by you know getting a little bit healthier losing the weight and so I was like I do not want to start this again if, if I don't have to you know if I have any control over this yes. I want to try to prolong before you know I'm at this place and I knew I just was not being healthy so I knew I could control some of it if mm-hmm. I had the right plan mm-hmm. um, I lost 17 pounds mm-hmm. 17 so yeah. from July to today wow and Marissa. like I was every day just feel like just not good in my clothes mm-hmm. and just uncomfortable yeah. and I'd complain and you know and I just could never get off that wheel and then just constantly thinking about how you had lost it all before and now you put it all back on and just like defeating myself mm-hmm. you know and um, and then thinking I'll never be able to get back to that again you know and because I'm not going to be able to be the crazy you know exercise, exercise person that I was because I recognize now it stresses it's me out healthy, to be yeah. that way um, so that was that's amazing and then this one I, I Alex suggested that I write these things down along the way, and I'm so glad you told me to, because yeah. it is easy to forget the little things yes. that you just forget about. But I was popping Motrin, like, daily mm-hmm. for headaches, 
or body aches. Mm-hmm. I have not had Motrin since July. Oh my I gosh. kid you not. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Wow. If I do get a subtle little headache, I'll go and, you know, maybe smell some of my oils or, you mm-hmm. know, go do some yoga or mm-hmm. go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like it goes away. Oh my but gosh. my my turn before was always like just pop the the, the Motrin, yes. you know? Yes. And so that one really, I didn't realize it until I wrote that down and looked back at it. Um, I This one blew me away. And this happened fairly soon. I started changing the way I ate and mm-hmm. I kind of cut out, I, I mean, I haven't tracked it, but I, I think I've cut out processed food by probably 90%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really go to any um, fast food at all anymore. Um, and I was in shock about how I don't crave it. Like, mm-hmm. The, the Chips Ahoy or the Oreos in the cabinet started to repulse me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even want it. I want an apple. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this happening? And I was fascinated by that. Like, I didn't believe it. I'm like, how in the world, by cutting it out, do I want nothing to do with <laughs> right. it now? Like, my whole taste buds have changed. And yeah. that it's, has stuck since, you know, early on in the process. It's one thing, because I think in the past, when you went through your weight loss transformation with your half marathon and everything you may have stayed away from some of those things by sheer willpower. Like, okay, I'm not going to eat these things, mm-hmm. you know, but then to be in a place where you don't want them. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I was doing back then? I was buying the little the hundred processed, calorie processed, yes. it smart was very, ones. Yeah. That I was little like packaged everything. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I can have my dessert, you know? Yes. And I wasn't really realizing what I was doing to myself. So like that change, like I started to feel was just like, I wanted to scream like, yes. oh, my gosh, this is the yeah. way my body wants to feel. Well, right. And like telling you, like, <laughs> as you do that, as you feed the good guys, mm-hmm. the good guys want more and more yes. of that. And you're starving the bad guys. Yes. So it's that process because you were like, is this right. for real? I'm yeah. like, yes, because you're mm-hmm. you're taking care of the good guys. And they're like, we want more of this. Yeah. And so that was yes. the thing I could not believe until yeah. I was like feeling that day after day yeah. after day. And like sitting here now, it's now passed on to my family um, mm. because the stuff sits in the cabinet and I'm throwing it away. Yes. I mean, I just threw away six boxes of sugary cereal this morning because they went stale. Nobody's eating them. Oh yeah. my gosh. So like it's having a ripple effect. And, that you know, awesome. even Jenna, like she's not eating as much processed stuff and she now thinks some of that processed stuff tastes weird. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like this is serious stuff wow. that... I don't think that until you get to that place and you let your body heal and get healthy, like you won't ever know it. You You'll think, oh, it. that's just crazy. Yeah. But once your body is like, no, I want healthy stuff. Yeah. It's, you can't like, go back. You have to tell someone, I crave mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I crave that stuff. Yes. Almost okay, I don't, as much go, I don't as, crave that, Alex. Yeah, sorry. I do. I can't help it. I've discovered your brother. Yeah. They're my I mean, thing. Like, I'm like, and Brussels. And, yeah, but different stuff. Like, you know, I'm just as happy yeah. to have a really good salad. Mm-hmm. As much as I am Dairy Queen. I mean, so it's... Well, you know what it is, and this is kind of with the food, but everything else. It's settling in and listening to your body. Mm -hmm. I used to never listen to my body at all. I mean, I would listen to a plan like, okay, my half marathon plan says this many miles. My body hurts. I don't feel like running this. Too bad. Plan says it. I'm doing it. Yeah, you know, or like, I yeah, I mean, too. I was just got to follow the plan. Got to follow the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah all costs. <laughs> it's a failure and, if you yeah. don't. Yes, absolutely. And I can't live with that. So I'm well, following then, the plan. You know, then if you get on Strava or something else and you see that they did their workout and you're like, oh my gosh, now I'm double failure because <laughs> I didn't like, do it. Yeah, and, the shaming you get from Facebook, yes. we'd feel it from Strava. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awful. Someone stole my Queen of Mountain. Dang it. Yes. I'm not strong anymore. I know. <laughs> I know. But it's just listening to your body and, yeah. so, and you embodied that and just 
mm-hmm. everything. I'm amazed by it. I'm amazed. I just didn't believe it. But, you know, and I, I cut out all alcohol. I stopped exercising for um, an agenda. Yes. And I literally just do it for enjoyment now. Now, I want to do it more. I want to get out on the bike and, I, you know, things just. But not because you have but to. Not because I have to. And I, I've been walking more. Yeah. And so I'm walking the dogs and I'm walking with Jenna. And I'm just like, these moments that I'm getting are just like so rewarding. So losing that 17 pounds was not done. By a rigid exercise plan. No. And I'm literally not doing anything on walking. Yes. An occasional ride. Yes. And the food. Between and food. And the food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not starving yourself. No. I've been doing the fasting because that was yep. natural for me. I've yes. never been a breakfast person, but I thought I'm supposed to eat three meals a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was realize. like going by this plan. And then I'm like, I really am never hungry for breakfast. So yes. I literally don't eat breakfast every day. That's just my normal routine. Yes. And I'm not, you know, starving. Yeah. I, I just drink my water. And yeah. And I think it's so important to learn with your body with that. Like you said, the fasting of realizing you don't have to be on a set thing, but to be intuitive. Mm-hmm. If I'm hungry, I'm yes. going to eat, but it's yeah. not. It's like be you said, if jump. for 10 minutes, you know, your stomach's yes. growling, you know, I'll, I'll drink a little water. And if it still remains, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go eat. I'm not yes. near as rigid. Like I'm listening to yes. what yeah. my body's saying. Yeah. It um, was like last night I was starving at eight o'clock. So I just went and got some lunch meat and right. some, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah peppers and stuff yes. and I was fine yeah. but mm-hmm. it was making that choice of doing that versus mm-hmm. oh something destructive exactly you know? yeah. yeah right mm-hmm. right I'm amazed by it I mean uh, I just I'm like this is the way the human body is supposed to work exactly like, you know, it's, it's, it's a really fine-tuned yeah. amazing machine right and but, these foods yeah. that are there for us yes that are more expensive and not you know looking as appetizing at first sight like mm-hmm. those are the things you actually wants to run on I'm exactly like, how amazing yeah. and how amazing. those <laughs> same foods have the vitamins and the nutrients and in, inside of them that are there to fuel our body in a yeah, very to perfect take care way of you yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of already talking about some of the things like how the program has it, how has it affected other people in your life? In your family. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I'll start with my, like my mom, she, you know, 77 and in fairly good health, but she's been following along this journey with me. And so she's been making changes as I have. And like, she ha- doesn't eat fast food and hardly anymore. And she doesn't want it. She doesn't crave it. She's found that she doesn't want any of the processed food. And her, she was battling eczema really bad. And so it hasn't been flaring up at all. And we think that it's something maybe in some, she didn't want to go get the testing done, mm-hmm. you know, to figure out what it was. But um, by Just cutting out yeah. like some things, like yeah. it's not been coming back. So Sugar's she is so really, happy. Yeah. So we talk about this all the time now. I'm like, I, you know, we'll go through the candy aisle and the kids want something. So I'll get it for them. And I'm like, mom, when I walked through this aisle before, I mean, the craziness that was going on in my head that I wanted it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have that at all now. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't either. Mm-hmm. You know? And so she's been dramatically yeah. impacted by it, which I love. Cause I'm like, you need to be on this earth with me as long as you can. Yes. <laughs> we lost too many years, you know, with family chaos. I want this time with you. And so that's been great. And then, um, my kids like, uh, you know, Freddie, he's he's a tough one because he's 19 and he's not, you know, you, you think he can just do anything to your body. So yeah. I think it's good that he's seeing what I'm doing and he can <laughs> witness the, the transformation in me and, and see how I'm cooking different now. Um, I haven't really got him on board uh, with cutting out some of the stuff that probably isn't very good for him. But um, Jenna, but for sure, she's been, like I said, craving, like, I don't really like the way that tastes anymore mm-hmm. and her taste buds are changing. So that's really cool. Mm. Um, and she loves walking with me and... Fred is the one I'm really happy about because I always worry about him, you know, mm-hmm. and his family history with heart issues and things. And I'm like, 
you know, we got a plan now. We have a future we're planning out of where we want to be, and I want to get there, you know. Yeah. And so he has battled with his weight. He lost that weight with me at the same time, doing my fitness pal and watching our calories. Back and several years ago, yep, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, in 2011, 2012. I remember when and you guys were doing that. He was the thinnest. He, oh my gosh. I look at pictures, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you look too thin. He yeah, was like, he, he had like, bad. I think he had hit like 189. He was so skinny. Wow. And I had hit like 115. Wow. And we just were really skinny looking. Tiny, when I look back yeah. at it now, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, it probably felt great to be that small, but I don't think we did it very healthy. And obviously, yeah. it didn't last for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Sustainable, so yeah. he has lost, I think, 14 pounds so far. Wow. And it's all just through osmosis with me, like, yeah. you know, cooking different and eating different things. Like everything I, I make now, like I'm rarely in the middle of the store. Mm-hmm. I'm around the outside, mm-hmm. which is what, you know, I always heard. And so I'm cooking, you know, I'm making my own salsa. I'm making my own, mm. um, you know, homemade. Uh, even chocolate chip cookies, you know, mm-hmm. I'm making them homemade instead of buying these things. And we just don't feel, you know, as much gastric issues mm-hmm. and just, you know, bloated and tired yeah. and all of that. And so I, I'm just so happy for him. And I, and I want him to like do your full program, but I know he has to be ready yeah. when he's ready for that because... Uh, you know, he has to he has to make that decision. But I'm so happy of what's happened so far. Oh my and he's been working out, yes. you know, with the guys. And I'm like, it's so good for him emotionally, too. And, you know, he's gone through a really rough four years with losing both of his parents. Yes. And um, I'm just so happy for him to um, be doing something that he does enjoy. And, and having buddies there to do yeah. it with really does make yeah. it a lot it's easier. It's been fun to watch, like, where he started a couple months ago to how strong he's gotten now. Yeah. It's really fun to sit back and see that train mm-hmm. And the guys are so, like, excited for each other. Yeah. So it's awesome. just a good group. Yeah, that was a, that was an element he, he needed, and I'm so happy you guys did that, uh, made that opportunity for him to be a part of that group because yeah. it really is helping. And, you know, at first he was kind of like, resistant to all of my organic yeah. and my changes and you know and I tried like organic chocolate chips and Jenna's like these are not as good you know and I you can have everything else in it healthy but you got to bring my chocolate chips back you mm-hmm. know the Toll House chips and I'm like all right all fine right. you know sure. and so he you know they really um have started to not mind some of the changes you know yes. like literally 90% of what's in our refrigerator now is like organics and I'm looking at the ingredients in it you know my sour cream and my just peanut butter, like everything every day that I just wasn't paying attention to. And and now I'm looking and I, it takes me forever to shop now. You know, it's like a process and I hate it. Like when I ran into you and your mom, it was so cute. I'm reading labels and I'm looking, I'm Googling things literally. So, you know, some people may not like that, but I started getting into it. Like, what the heck is the name of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this makes it more textured. It's like sawdust. Well, I don't really want to put that in my body. I don't want that. So I think I'm going to do something else. So yeah, it's, it's really has spread to, um, uh, all of my my immediate family and um, and your so. doll and my doll yeah tell me yes. yeah okay Rosie you know we had a horrible situation where we had to let an el- we had to put an elk hound down at like um, sixteen weeks old because she had a over inside a oversized heart enlarged oh. heart and it was so excruciatingly painful because we had waited so long till we were going to add another dog to the family and then going through that it just hurt so bad and so I had to wait for the breeder to have another one so we waited over like another year to get another one and there was this fear of like is she going to be healthy you know Mm -hmm. and so took her to the vet and she you know checked out okay well she started just putting on weight putting on weight and I'm like oh my god I bet she's got like a thyroid problem I don't want to deal with this again like you know and and so took her to the vet and he ran all the tests on her and he's like she's healthy she just needs to (laughs) exercise and maybe change her food and I I think that 
my 19-year-old was giving her some maybe McDonald's french fries and things. So I think that wasn't helping. And I had to like say to him, like, look, we're hurting her. I know she loves you for it, but we are hurting her. So you need mm-hmm. to cut back. So anyway, she has lost, I think, 10 or 11 pounds Isn't now. Isn't that amazing? I'm and you so know what it is? excited about I that. I changed her food to something yes. less processed. So I'm paying Same a little more, but it's worth it because I'm not going to have the vet bills. And then I um, added green beans. I was reading around on my Elk Hound pages, like what I could supplement. So she gets green beans and her hard, you know, dry food. And then um, carrots. Instead of the like the milk bones, yeah. they get carrots as their snack. And um, we walked her, you know, we walked her. It, we had to, literally, it was so embarrassing. I mean, to see a dog that should have energy, not be able to make it around the neighborhood and have to sit and stop, I felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. we are in the same situation here, girl. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I feel, <laughs> I feel so yeah. bad that we let this happen to you. And so walking her little by little, the, the weight started coming yeah. off. I can see her curves again oh and she has energy and she'll run. And I'm like, and she loves her green beans and her Isn't carrots. That awesome? Isn't that hilarious? Yes. So anyway, it's been so funny to do this with an, a pet that at the same time. Awesome. But we love them just yes. as much. And when as, I first gave yes. them carrots, they both like turned up their nose. Mm-hmm. Like, and my and dogs walked love away. carrots. Now yes. it's like I say the word carrot and they are just crunching away and loving and them. And they're so, so cute. Listen yeah. to their crunch. And she loves her yeah. green beans. And I'm like, this is crazy. So anyway, what works for us also works for yes, them. Yes, it does. <laughs> that yeah. is yeah. awesome. So. I love hearing the benefits that... You know, because just to clarify for our yes. listeners, Carissa is the one doing the program. Yeah. No one else she mentioned. All these other people are, not. are benefiting. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and here's what I love about this, too, is it's not fast always. I mean, Carissa's mm-hmm. had an accelerated yeah. um, course. The benefits aren't always fast, but they're forever. Yeah, that's you what know? I feel like. I really yeah. do feel that. Like, I'm not going to go back. This feels too right, This is too good. My body yeah. wants it, you know. Yes. The couple times I've strayed and went and, you know, had yeah. something outside, and I'm like, I suffer for a day yeah. after because my body's like, what did yeah. you just give me? Well, and that's mm-hmm. why it's like journal that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you go back and you pay, you're like, that's right. When I yeah. had that, this is how I yeah. felt mm-hmm. for the next two or three days. Yeah. And Chris and I had this conversation because she's like, you know, talking about the placebo and like, you know, when I stopped taking the supplements and this, I'm like, no, you feel this way because of all the changes you've made. Mm-hmm. You, that's why you mm-hmm. feel good. Yeah. Don't take that away from yourself, all the yeah. hard work that yeah. you've done. Mm-hmm. And oh, you and started doing some of the work, like, because you yeah. started with us in September 1st, mm-hmm. but you started really doing some things differently in July, yeah. right? Yeah, and so oh, you, absolutely, yes. So I think yeah. that's why. I was cutting out red meat from, you know, my cholesterol. You had said sugars and bread, so mm-hmm. I was trying to work on that, um, you know, cut oh, out the alcohol. So when did we have our initial phone call? Was like that in July? in July. Okay, so mm-hmm. so she was waiting to start with And I was like, September. I'm sad, I don't want to wait. And you're right. like, okay, yeah. you got to wait, but yeah. Yeah. Just try to, I said, well, what about my cholesterol? Like, I feel like I'm a walking time bomb. Yes. Like, yeah, that is you know? scary, yeah. And you were like, well, try to do these things, you yes. know, cut back on sugars and mm-hmm. breads and, you know, and I, okay. and I, I struggled with Alex talking about, do I have to give up the alcohol? <laughs> um, but I'm glad I did. I don't crave it anymore at all. Yes. So, and I feel better. Um, yeah. more, I'm more better emotionally for the whole family, you know, not just oh. numbing things with, you know, those buffers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and life's so. not so bad, is it? No, no, I don't feel like a victim anymore. No. I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, three, you know, four months, I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. But it was the right time. And, yeah. and I was nervous at first, like when I start weaning myself off the supplements, am I just going to go back to old Krissa? But 
after, you know, I talked to you and started writing down the things and all the things that I've changed that feel good that mm-hmm. I want to keep doing. It's not like yeah. I'm forcing myself each day to do these things. You know, self-care. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. yeah. put time in my schedule for that. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to. Moms so now meditation yeah. and yoga and walking mm-hmm. and just being peaceful, those are things that are part of my plan now. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, you know, felt they, like there was no time for that before. They seem too simple to make a difference, but yeah. the difference is profound. Yeah. Well, now I find I'm saying, like, I'll tell a friend, like, you know, I just didn't have a good day today. I felt off. You know, I know I think I know what it was. I did not start out my day with my normal yoga mm-hmm. or meditation. Mm-hmm. And it really just didn't set me up for a good day today. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm able to sit and, like, evaluate that now. And I don't stay in the place where I'm, like staying angry or disappointed or defeating myself i'm like yeah tomorrow i'm gonna do this because i can tell Mm -hmm. it makes a difference with how i feel yeah Um, so i just feel so much more in control the empowerment the courage to change and then the empowerment is just unbelievable and the other big thing i didn't mention which i i have no problem in saying is that you know i had started some anti-anxiety medication Mm -hmm. in the thick of uh the chaos that i was going through for four years and I'm now weaning myself off of it. I I weaned myself down to half and I had a couple days where I, you know, Fred said, I can see a little something. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to step up my meditation and my yoga and just, you know, calmness and maybe do one during the middle of the day. And then now I'm going to try to, you know, make that journey. If it, if it doesn't work fine, I'm okay with it. But like, I think now I have that formula for what makes Krissa run better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get teary-eyed. Yeah. Um, so thank yeah. you. Oh, that's no, exciting. I love yeah. taking medicines yeah. away. And I've done it a lot with antidepressants um, in patients over the nine months that we worked together. I've done it on proton pump inhibitors. So people have a lot of gastroesophageal reflux. Um, those can be really hard to get off of. Um, but I have successfully gotten a couple people off of those and cholesterol medicine and blood pressure medicine. And, you know, that is my... Mm-hmm goal is over time is to get those things live live the best life that you can i mean i understand if you have something and you need medication for that i'm not like i'm not opposed to to that but but. i think for everyday things that there are choices that we could make differently Mm -hmm. whether food or mental like man we owe that to ourselves and everyone around us we really do we do you know and that's how always i've always felt that like being married and people might agree or not agree that my husband married a certain person and I feel like he deserves to have that certain person mm-hmm. and not me to fall into these life of 50 pounds heavier and all mm-hmm. these other things. He didn't ask for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's as partners that we we owe that not only to ourselves, but to our partners. Well, and it's yeah. not just what you look like at 50 yeah. pounds heavier, yeah. but it's but like, what it's can you mental, do? The baggage. It's the mental. <laughs> it's everything baggage. else that yeah. happens when you're not taking care yeah. of yourself right. as women you know, we gain five pounds and we don't feel good about ourselves yeah. mm-hmm. or mentally and it, it comes out and everything else yeah. and it comes out. So it's that whole mm-hmm. everything together yeah. of feeling yeah. like, you know, I don't want to be too confident here, but I think Fred is probably married to the best version of Chris now mm-hmm. than he ever was because mm-hmm. <laughs> I he came I came with a lot of baggage, you know, mm-hmm. when when we got together and he stuck and he it loved out you just like that. Yeah. yeah. And so I think um, he would probably have to say that, you know, I'm just so much more um kind and aware of just you know of everyone around me and and just in a much better place well you have to be able to love yourself 
to yeah. truly and I didn't. Give love. I got to the point where I was yeah. like, I hate being around myself. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I really don't like myself. That mm-hmm. is a horrible place to yeah. be in. Yeah. And then you take it out on everyone else around yes. you because you're just transferring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. the opposite of what you should be doing because yes. you're like, if I feel like I'm not a nice person, then I should be a nice person. Then they'll think I'm nice. But yeah. that's not what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good, so then I'm ugly to right. other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think I worked so hard at hiding that from everyone. Uh, you know, from like mm-hmm. from yeah. a spiritual standpoint, I had spoke to uh, our deacon at the church at St. Ray's because I was struggling so bad with like trying to control my whole everything in my life. And he had said, you know, you are trying to maintain this perfect tree at the top and have it look beautiful for everyone to see. And the roots underneath are just like dying. Mm-hmm. And so I have this picture on my computer monitor of this huge tree and these roots wow. because what he said to me, it really, it, it made me realize that like I was just putting on the show and this display, but inside underneath, I was just struggling with all these different things. And then I'm, you know, it's lashing out, but I would try to like, you know, hide that from everyone so that they thought that, you know, mm-hmm. everything was perfect mm-hmm. and I'm this great person, and, yeah. but inside I'm struggling. And so when I was able to just, realize, okay, I am broken, you know, I'm broken way down here and I just need to not care about, you know, and just be more real about mm-hmm. what my tree looks like yeah. on the top. And, and I think my, my leaves are filling in now and they're turning yeah. greener and, you know, and it's just that, that, that's that vision that he gave me in my head is something I carry around all the time. And, you know, I used to get caught up in the world of on social, oh, yeah. you know, you only post the things that make you feel good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't post the negative things, but all that does to each of us is just make us all feel more inadequate. So mm-hmm. I've actually found some joy in just being more truthful and honest and mm-hmm. raw with my story. And, and if people resonate with it and it does something for them, great. If they, if it's not the right time for them to hear it, I'm not trying to put pressure on anyone. Mm-hmm. I just want to share like that there is another way, mm-hmm. you know, to take control again um, of things that bother you. And uh, I just, I'm so happy to have my... Yeah. My tree just looking the way it does, yeah. you know, and yeah. not trying to put that on as a show anymore. You know, and that's what I love about our group mm-hmm. is that of being real with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all put it, on the show it, at first in, the, in a program. Know? And right, that yeah. is the one really thing that I like about our program is that we it have that, that a client only, mm-hmm. you know, uh, support and everything else that we get together and we're honest you know we talk about that and so i think that's so reaffirming that when the other ladies are hearing these things and they're like oh my gosh you too Mm -hmm. it it just makes such a difference yeah not this fake like oh yes everything's great yeah 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 i love that Mm -hmm. too we have what they're talking about is we have these friday zoom calls for our private only clients and um we're getting pretty real in those i mean i i i probably maybe disappoint some people like that because I'm like I'm telling my secrets too but I think I'd rather but then it makes it all it makes us all feel human I, and I yeah. absolutely it's like okay that we all know, struggle we all struggle absolutely yeah. and some are much worse than others and they got a harder road to go but you know but you can, can be, a be a support exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's been amazing I mean you, you guys just have no clue oh. we're gonna need a part two. Oh, we love it you know, do you have we've a couple talked of about t- that <laughs> yes anyways we have tried to figure something out so you can help us that but yes do you have a couple of takes takeaways you want to kind oh. of just um you know key points i mean you've given them yeah, a bunch i um, think just you know don't don't think it's it's too late to get to get started and you mm-hmm. don't have to be an athlete like mm-hmm. i think i consider myself an athlete just by getting out and walking with the dog i really do yes. cuz i'm like i've made a commitment to do it and feel good and so um you don't have to be some amazing athlete to change your life and, and mm-hmm. have this program help you with that you do have to commit you know mm-hmm. to following you know a a, a, a <clears throat> 
protocol of like mm-hmm. the supplements and things. And I, I talked to Alex about that. Like if you're somebody that hates taking pills, mm-hmm. this could be a challenge. Mm-hmm. So, but you've been great at like, how are you tolerating the pills? You mm-hmm. know, is it too many? Yes. We can back off. And I'm like, no, I have no problem. You know, yes. so I think just being aware that there are going to be some things that you do want to commit to and if, you know, be all in with it mm-hmm. and give it a chance. But I think once that compound effect starts, then it's like it's pulling you along. You know, right. at first you're kind of pushing yourself, but then it, it just it you gravitate to it. So I think it's it's never too late to start. It's never too late to stop feeling like a victim and feeling crappy each day. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, maybe it might take a little longer for some than others. But I mean, yeah, it just I, I, I sat and tried to think, is there anyone that this wouldn't work for? Yeah. Is there anyone that, mm. that would just literally be in such a place, either physically or mentally, that they couldn't see? A forward progress and I'm mm-hmm. like I just don't buy it you know yeah. maybe it yeah. won't be as fast or maybe it'll be harder for you but I just strongly believe that anyone could benefit from this and yeah. I and I hope that this whole functional medicine thing really does kind of catapult a little bit because mm-hmm. I think that it's we do need more of this in our world yeah. you know taking our, our health in control for ourselves I've always been one to question doctors and ask mm-hmm. things and they get aggravated at me and then I just get upset at the system mm-hmm. um, and so I would love to see more of this happening you know we want everything else in our life to be personalized you know mm-hmm. the social media has to tell me what I want to see because it knows me so well yeah. but when I go into a doctor it's like the opposite experience and I don't blame them it's mm-hmm. the system it's right. what it's come to and yeah. I just really hope that this can be more readily available for yeah. people and they can start you know breaking down those those walls that they think that they'll never be able to knock down mm-hmm. because I have been miserable for you know at least since I can remember since I was you know teenager mm-hmm. and just miserable about one thing or another yeah. and always feeling like a victim and not having control over mm-hmm. it and now I sit here you know at 47 and feel like I still got a lot of years left. You do have a lot of years. I can feel really really good about years. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and if something happens to me, you know, it was beyond me and it was my time. But I feel like I'm giving myself like every opportunity Mm -hmm. to battle sicknesses or illnesses. I'm trying to do everything I can to make myself better. Oh, so sorry, that wasn't really any specific no, no, no. tips. But. No, I think it's great because, you know, and I think that's the one thing that we have loved working with you because you have been all in and that's why you have been so successful. Some people just come and they just do the minimum and that's and they feel better. And maybe they get better too. And they too, get better but too. They, yeah. But yeah. to be all in like you have has just made. Yeah. All the difference. It's been a joy to work with you yeah. and to see the transformation. It's and grateful. So yeah. grateful oh. for having a program that would fit with where I was in my journey. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. I love, I love your analogy yeah. of the tree because that's kind of the functional medicine concept too. It's like instead of um, treating the symptoms, let's get deep to yeah. the root and mm-hmm. try to fix. And it's not as quick and it's not as easy, and yeah. you know, but it is much yeah. more mm-hmm. it feels better it feels true to what you're like our bodies are amazing machines mm-hmm. yeah. but we just need to they have a rhythm and they, they have do. a need and like it's all this stuff in our world around us that is just working against it yeah. i see yes. that now like yes. you know i see that there are yeah. like 10 other other healthier choices i could make yes than those and that's what i weigh out now and it makes me feel better and mm-hmm. the last thing i did want to say was about stress you know i do believe chronic stress was killing me yes. and i think that Everyone in this world, I don't think you're going to find anyone yeah. that doesn't have stress. And I yes. know some stress is good, 
But when it's to the point where it is affecting you in so many different mm-hmm. ways, yeah. it's literally, I think it was killing me. Yeah. And it was probably going to, at some point, all blow up on me. And yeah. when you had said to me, like, you're constantly being chased by a bear, mm-hmm. like that analogy made me put it in perspective. Because you're often like, why am I like this? Why do I feel like this? Why am I just such a victim again, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you explained it to me, like, you've got your body in such a state mm-hmm. that it's like on constant, you know. Alert. Alert to run from it. And I thought, oh my gosh, it all makes so much sense now. So I think there is hope for anyone, for mm-hmm. whatever level of stress that you have, mm-hmm. that a program like this, along with working on yourself, I mean, I I don't consider myself a stressed person anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll have my moments of anxiety and then I do something healthy to help me with that. But I mean, I considered myself a stressed out workaholic before mm-hmm. and now yeah. I've completely changed in three months. Yeah. That's awesome, Krissa. You yeah. you are you are a rock star. The COVID girl. cure and best life function. Medicine. I love it. I mean, That's the yeah. name of this podcast. The COVID cure, <laughs> aka the Hammer Carissa. Yes. Oh well, thank you, Carissa, for being yeah. so brave to share your story with us and um, for being you. And I'm just super grateful yeah. for you. I just want to help others. And I I told mm-hmm. Alex I it. wish I could bottle it and just sprinkle I it on know. everyone. And I, yeah. again, I know they have to be at the right place and time, but. If there are options the out there other than the alternative, the, yeah. the, the, the mainstream, you know, things we think of. So yeah. maybe just explore some of that. And, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We would um, love to talk to you if Carissa's yeah. story resonated with you and you want to reach out. Um, check Please, us out on the yeah. website and we will um, love to talk to you, too. Yeah. So thank you, Carissa, thank for you being guys. here. Thank you. And thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. And um, we're going to do some more of these success stories um, with some more um, people and um share their stories because I think people have so many different things to share and yeah. I, I think this has been great so thank you yes. thank you yes. thank you and thank you for this podcast because I've yep, learned so much great. from so many people so oh thank you oh, loved it awesome yeah. all well, right have a great day everyone thank, thank you. you you guys thanks, thanks. thank you for listening to the PRing life podcast if you are interested in learning more or would like to work with us head on over to our website www.northsidefunctionalmedicine.com see you next time